you're in the right place. The place where you can learn to improve your health and achieve wellness naturally. You're in the right place. This is Naturally Speaking, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello, all you fine people. Welcome into Naturally Speaking. You've got the Institute of Natural Health here. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach, one of your hosts, in with Dr. T.J. Williams and Miss Erin Flynn. Today's going to be a, a fun show, kind of be off the record a little bit. We're going to talk about how to take control of your health and what steps that entails, um, how we help people take control of their health, uh, current healthcare model. Uh, we got we got so much to talk about today. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, let's, I'm going to start introducing myself here. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach. I'm a doctor of chiropractic, and I have a diplomate in internal diagnosis. Um, so that's just a fancy way of saying I went to school an extra three years or so after a doctorate to learn more about the body, how to treat the body, how to test, how to get sick people better. And so I was sick as a child, a teenager actually, and so I had migraines, I had vertigo, back pain, uh, neck pain, abdominal pain. I was just on fire. So I saw probably a dozen different doctors. I was on handfuls of medications, and I was nowhere better than when I first started. And it was really frustrating, and it really just drained me. So I got into natural health because of that, and since then I've kind of rebuilt myself from the ground up and phases, and now I'm here to tell everyone the story and help them do the same thing. Uh, Dr. T.J. Williams here. Would you like to tell your story? We may talk about you. Ooh. I, I'll talk a little bit while I sit here and enjoy this delicious Caldi's coffee. Um, so I spent uh, the better part of my life in college. I really enjoy learning. I uh, You say that and it <laughs> makes you sound like you were not very smart. Yeah. Like how, long, how many years did it take you to complete college? Well, I, I've, I've got a bunch of degrees on the wall. I, I, have, I have paper to show for it. Uh, it's very expensive I, paper. That reminds me of Tommy Boy where he says... Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I think when he says that. Well, lady, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I was trying to tell my story, and I got interrupted and made fun of. That's just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Seth does a better uh, job at this, I think. Well, so anyway, Seth, if you want to go ahead and tell my story, I guess I'll uh, I'll let you. No, actually, I, I spent a lot of time in college. I really enjoy learning. I, I enjoy teaching. I, I started my entire career to become a professor, actually. Um, that was what I was wanting to do, research and, and teach. And ended up in the in the whole natural health field and haven't looked back since. It's amazing. I enjoy helping people and educating people. And now I get the luxury of traveling the country and teaching other doctors how to help their patients. So you know, I've, I'm trying to just impact as many people on this planet as I can. So really so. you are researching and teaching. Yeah, I really am. I'm just not doing it <laughs> in, in a, a university way, setting. Right? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Yeah. I work on the weekends a little bit. That's that's about it. It's not a typical nine to five. I I love it. Yeah. Well, doctor actually means teacher in Latin. Yes. So comes from the word docere. Ooh. Ooh. Look out now. Fun fact, Aaron. That's it. Yeah. That's what you get with ten years of college. Oh, uh, tw- <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Aaron, don't, uh, don't shortchange me now. <laughs> uh, Aaron uh, comes to us from a patient perspective. Do you want to tell a little bit about yourself? You want me to? You want me to tell your story? Well. Actually, I guess I can um, usually I just let you introduce me. But since we are talking today about taking control of your health, I am excited to talk about this because I coming from the patient perspective, I have gone through this and it was a huge shift in how I looked at healthcare and 
health in general and what I was able to do for myself. So I am excited to kind of get into this. Um, and I don't know if you guys want me to just jump right in. Yeah, go for it. But, um, well, I know one of the big things for me when I was really sick, I was constantly going to the doctor. I would go if, you know, if things were wrong and trying to get an answer. And I was not, you know, I, I like I we had talked about before, I had diagnosis of chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, but nothing was ever fixed. And I think, well, at least I'm guessing that a lot of people are in that same boat where they think I am being proactive about my health because I see the doctor when I have a problem. There are so many people out there who ignore it and don't ever address it. So I guess I'm thinking by going to a doctor and actually seeking help, all I ended up with is a bunch of prescription medications that in the end did not make me any better than I was when I had walked in. So run with that. (laughs) (laughs) She she lobbed a grenade, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll, I'll run with that. So you say you went to the doctor, um, but you didn't get any answers pretty much is what I heard. So what I want to convey is that not every doctor is the same. Not every doctor has the same knowledge base. Not every doctor practices in the same bubble and has the same outcomes um, and tools at their disposal. So some doctors work in we call the conventional medical model which is what you talked about a little bit, it's heavily based on prescription medications. And when someone comes in with a problem or a handful of problems, what usually happens, unfortunately, is they get a prescription and sent home. You know, it's kind of like, you got this? Oh, here, take this, and we'll see you in six months to a year. Call call me if you got any problems. Yeah, and there's a little problem I have with that. If someone goes in and they they have an infection, and they test them, and they're like, oh, yep, you've got an infection. Here's here's the antibiotic. Great. So sometimes we need antibiotics to, to help us get over a bug. But how come no one seems to get tested after the bug is gone to make sure that it's gone? I, I, I That just blows my mind. Well, and I also think, you know, that is one part of it. If you're tested and you are positive and they are able to fix it with a medication, but... There also is the issue where they're only running certain tests. And if you aren't positive for any of that, then what do they do with you? And I feel like that's... Oh, they tell you you're crazy. (laughs) Exactly. No, that's exactly... I mean, one of my things, and I think I've said this on here before, like I was down to 80 pounds. I am 5'6", and I was begging for some sort of answer. I mean, clearly something was wrong with me. I mean, I did not look like, (laughs) I looked like there was something wrong with me. And eventually I went all through all of these, you know, invasive tests. And when they didn't find anything, I was told I had anorexia and I needed to see a psychiatrist. And I'm thinking, why would I be in here? Like, why would I come and see a doctor? But they didn't have an answer. It didn't, there were no positive tests, so therefore I must be crazy. And, yeah, that's really frustrating. But in the end, that got me out of the normal medical model because <laughs> right. I thought, well, this isn't working. Right. So it was a good thing. But I'm guessing a lot of people are in the same boat because even before that, when, you know, I had migraines and I kept asking, but 
why do I have migraines? I mean, I was put on a preventative. I was put on medication to stop them when they happened. And the preventative did work. I mean, we had to kind of mess around with it, but eventually it got rid of it. But I kept asking, why do I have migraines? And eventually I was told, well, it's genetic. Someone in your family must have migraines. And I said, no, no one in my family has migraines. And the doctor said, somebody had them. You must just not know. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't aware of a migraine gene, but hey. Yeah. I haven't heard that one either. Well, and it turns out that once I started eating what I was supposed to eat, the migraines went away. Well, imagine so. that. <laughs> huh. So if someone in my family had had migraines, I'm guessing they probably also had food sensitivities or, you know, I mean, there could have been something else. But like I said, never figured out who in my family supposedly had migraines. Wow. You, she just brought up like 10 subjects. I want to jump on all of them. <laughs> but I got to, I got to. Sp- just pair these out in my mind here and tackle take, one of them at a time. Take a deep breath, center. <laughs> you become one with yourself. <laughs> this is what happens when you just set me loose. Oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's good. But it's a whole I, different side of Aaron here. Yeah. We're just, I'm just going to hang my mic up here. And Aaron, you got this one. Right? Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to touch on is you talked about they thought it was all in your head. They thought you were crazy. And we hear so many patients come in. You know, they've been, they've get thrown around in the mill and they get try to put on multiple different medications. Sometimes the medications don't work. And when that happens, usually their doctors kind of give up and say, well, it must be just all in your head. You're crazy. Yeah. Well, here's an antidepressant and then call me in a year. It's just, it's frustrating. I actually, I went through this too a little bit, but seeing patients come in every day and tell us that it just infuriates me even more. Or they, you know, another thing I heard was, well, are you taking it as you were supposed to? Or are you doing, and I think, I mean, you guys know this about me. I'm a rule follower to a fault. I mean, I'm very, like, very type A. And so, I mean, I wrote things out. I mean, I was doing exactly what I was told to do. And so that was frustrating also because I'm told, well, you must not be doing what you were supposed to do. Right, right. And they just they just automatically didn't believe you. Right, exactly. I mean, because it didn't fit into what they were looking for. And so, therefore, I yeah, I'm crazy or I'm lying, one or the other. Right. <laughs> And you're probably lying and crazy. Right. right. Probably. That's why we got her, folks. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's, a, she's a liar and she's nuts. Yep. yep. Put me on the air. <laughs> All right. Give her a microphone, set her loose. That's yep. right. <laughs> Another funny, or not funny story, it's a sad story. One of our patients came in and he has uh, blockages in his heart, in the arteries of his heart. 98% blockage. And then, what, he had couple, He had three 98% blockages? Like yeah, one. and another one over 90 and the doctors are prepping him for surgery and all this, and he's on medications, and he comes to us, and um, before we even did any testing or thing, we gave him a couple recommendations to try at home. And was it two weeks later he went to yep. his doctor? while we were waiting on his results. So he changed his diet and did like a few other small things. He goes back to his medical doctor, and his tests look better, he looks better, and the medical doctor was almost mad at him yep. for going out on his own, learning and taking control of his own health. And not going the the medical doctor's route. Wow. It's unfortunate. Well, and I know I've heard, too, of people saying they did, you know, they took supplements or they, you know, started exercising. And the doctor, and I didn't have this situation because, I, like I said, I left normal medicine. But um, where the doctor is shocked, like, oh, well, if you're willing to do that. Um, I mean, I didn't. And so it's kind of funny that they will prescribe a medication, but they won't say, you know hey, maybe you should try to exercise or, you know, quit eating only junk food. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's weird. Huh. Yeah. Imagine that. 
All right. Uh, stick with us on the other side of this. We're going to talk a little bit more how to take control of your health. Uh, it's going to be a really fun, filled show. Stick with us. This is Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. a better way to live. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello, welcome back to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach and with Dr. TJ Williams and Miss Erin Flynn. So the Institute of Natural Health is an integrative health and wellness clinic. That means we have multiple different kinds of doctors on staff, and they all weigh in on every single case that walks through the door. It makes us really unique, and it gives the patients the best possible care, and that's what we're really in it for. And we actually practice something called functional medicine, and that's a different kind of medicine that most people are used to, and it is really about getting to the root cause of someone's problem, fixing that, and really getting them healthy from that aspect. So today we're talking about taking control of your health, what all that entails, what it looks like. Erin um, told a little, told us about her story on the last segment, and we're going to go into now what it really looks like when you take control of your health. So I know Erin has done this. So can you tell us the difference between before and after and what it feels like? And was it easy? Was it hard? Well, first of all, I would recommend people not to get to the point that I was at. I think that... You, you mean five foot six and 86 pounds? Right. Yeah. Well, it's it a, just... It's a good call. Good knowing call. why... And I think that's why I was so excited to do this show, because knowing what I know now, I think why wouldn't people want to take charge and go and find out, you know, if they have anything that could predispose them to, you know, these... Like, you know... Do they have the start of problems? You know, are certain levels low? Or, you know, do they have a virus or whatever it may be? Because, I mean, getting as far as I was, um, you know, as, with my health concerns, I it, it wasn't hard for me to do because I literally would have chopped off my arm to feel even a little bit better. I mean, right. you know, it just – so – and like I said, I mean, I'm very type A and I, you know, follow everything to a T, but I was so happy to have, you know, doctors actually telling me what I needed to do and actually seeing improvement. And it took, it took a long time for me to get to where I feel normal, but seeing any improvement at all gives you the motivation to keep going and knowing, okay, this is, you know, I'm on the right path. Right. One of the main differences to me though was that the doctors actually listened to me um, because I had gotten to the point where I was even somewhat second-guessing myself. Like, well, am I really that tired? Like, maybe I really am just supposed to be exercising more. Or, you know, I mean, because I thought, well, if there really was something going on, the doctors would have found it. So doing it this way, one of the big differences right off the bat was that I, you know, learned again, wait, I am the number one expert on what, how I am feeling and, you know, what the problems are. So I no longer had doctors telling me you're totally fine. It was, okay, if you're not feeling right, 
we need to figure out what the problem is. Right. Something's missing. Right. Yeah. You brought up a good point about symptoms. I don't remember if that was just right then or if it was just I before for the break. Time. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> you did. And my short attention span there. Right. Um, yeah, it was gone. So, but you, you made mention of, of symptoms. For some reason, our society has been conditioned to only go to the doctor when you have a symptom. Oh, my throat hurts, or oh, I, my back hurts, or my head hurts, or, or there's pain, or you know, there's some outward sign or symptom. And that is just ludicrous to me. Yeah, if you, if you don't go to the doctor, by all means go by the time you have a symptom. But by the time you have a symptom, you have a massive problem going on. I don't care if it's just a headache. Something is broken that needs to be addressed and, and fixed to get rid of that headache. Because, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a Ph.D. I spent hundreds upon hundreds of hours reading and researching and learning. I have never found once a place where a human being has an acetaminophen deficiency or any other medication deficiency. A lot of these problems are just things being out of balance. We don't get enough vitamins, minerals, proteins, carb, you know, we eat too many sugars, carbohydrates. We we don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. We it just blows my mind. And I mean, we had a we had a person the other day. Well, I say other day. Every day is just another day to me. Um it's probably been a month or two ago and she came in literally wanting to see how healthy she was. She was by looking at her the epitome of health, beautiful skin, wonderful complexion, in shape, did lots of exercise. We ran her lab work and some advanced testing beyond what most people get when they go to the doctor. Most people don't realize that when you go to the doctor, the labs that you get are just minuscule in comparison. They'll run maybe a handful of things, and that's not even close to being I sufficient. was five six and eighty pounds, and my labs were normal right so. <laughs> exactly and and when we get into the advanced types of testing, we found all kinds of things going on with this person, and she had no idea, and she was so over the moon excited and thankful that we found all of this stuff before she had any outward signs and symptoms, so we could start addressing those issues early, and it's much cheaper much easier to address early. And that's really why I was excited, you know, to do this show, because I wish I had known that there was even somewhere out there where you could do this. But I think it's not so much that people don't care about their health, but they don't even know that this is an option or that, you know, there are places that will actually help them figure it out. Because I think there are a lot of people out there who, want to be healthy. That is why they are going to the doctor. But it just, and you had mentioned acetaminophen deficiency. I think, you know, yeah, it's never an acetaminophen deficiency. That's not why you have pain. But it's also then covering up the pain that is trying to tell you something is wrong. So it it doesn't make any sense to give her a degree. Yeah. Nice. Sign so, her up. Yep. You've taught up. me well. Yeah. Give her a degree. <laughs> Guys, if you're just uh, listening in, you're listening to Naturally Speaking uh, with the Institute of Natural Health. Today we're talking about taking control of your health. And Aaron just brought up some really good points about addressing the actual cause. So if you just give someone acetaminophen for the headache, it's kind of like just putting tape over your check engine light in your car. Right. Symptoms are your body's way of screaming. Something is wrong. 
go find it and fix it. Right. And when we don't do that, the problem just perpetuates <clears throat> and it gets worse and worse. And I was I was going to say something about TJ's point about people just go to the doctor when they have symptoms. Well, sometimes um, you can have disease without symptoms. For instance, I think the st- uh, statistic is over half of people that have a heart attack felt great that day, quote unquote. Right. Scary. Exactly. Woke yeah. up fine. That interrupted my day with a heart attack. Right. It is scary. And you hear about people who are, you know, by all outward appearances, taking care of themselves and they look healthy. Right. But I think I've also heard of people feeling really good. You know, they are taking care of their health. So they think and then diagnosed with cancer. And so that's another thing that, I mean, we've all, you know, I think probably been touched by cancer in some ways. And to think that. You may not have anything that notifies you that there is something going on in your body like that. Right. Yep, it's about being proactive. That's it. And I want to go. What What is proactive? What does that mean? It's a. It, it's It's making a priority, figuring out what your priority is, and then working toward that priority. This isn't about oh I I you know I have this problem and I go to the doctor and and he'll give me a pill for it. Well, you're no longer, if that's you, you are not in control of your health. And if you don't want to be in control of your health, you know what? This is America. You have that right. This is, you're free to do that. You're free to make that decision. But for those of you who are out there saying, thinking to yourself, wow, TJ may have a decent point here. Might be my first one on the show yet. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Write it down, ladies and gentlemen. If you are wanting to take control of your own health, it's your Right. It's your responsibility. All you have to do is pick up the phone, make a list, prioritize things, figure out what it is that you're wanting to accomplish, and then do the steps that are necessary to get there. And I think, I mean, that's a good point. I think that people, like I've said before, I, I'm sure there are people out there who think, if you're, if I'm going to go to someone and they're going to tell me I need to change what I eat and I need to exercise, I'm, you know, I'm not willing to do that. Right. Then be sick. Right. That's but, what I say. But I don't. It's think, harsh, but be sick. I, I really don't think that that's what a lot of people are thinking. I think they simply don't know. I mean, I was, you know, an educated person when I got sick. I mean, you know, I had, I did not think that I was someone who was missing things. I researched. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do. And I thought what you do is you go to the doctor if you aren't and, and feeling then you, well. And then you let them tell you that you're crazy because they can't find anything wrong. Right. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Yeah. How'd well, that, how'd it, that work out for you again? It eventually got to a point where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But I wasn't – it's not like I was going to the doctor because I didn't want to take responsibility. I went to the doctor because I thought I was taking responsibility. I thought that yeah. was the responsible thing to do. I yeah. think a lot of people are lost, like you said. Yeah. That's how I was when I was young, and my parents didn't know any better. You know, right. my kid's sick. I'm going to take him to the doctor. Yeah. Right. That's why I you have mean, health insurance, right? I yeah. Mean, but, oh, I mean, don't get me started. I know. I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. in the next segment. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about how – yeah, I think people, they want it. They some, most people have the drive. They want to be healthy, right. but they don't know where to go. They don't yeah. know where to turn, and they don't know there's different kinds of doctors. There's different kinds of thinking. And they don't know how easy it actually is. Yeah, it's true. Or how much better their life could be because I know, you know a lot of people, and, you know, quite a few friends who are taking synthetic thyroid, and 
they were, you know, diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Well, then that's it. Like it never, I don't think, occurs to them that you should keep going to a doctor because the problem has been solved. And so it's not them not wanting to take control. It's that what do you do after that? I mean, you had a problem and it was fixed. Yeah. And coming up, I want to I want to illustrate a little bit the differences in thinking and the medical community now and a different way of thinking about health and the easier way to get better and fix the actual problems. So stick with us. Coming up next, we'll talk about that on Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. There really is a better way to live. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking, folks. With the Institute of Natural Health, this is Dr. Seth Gerlach and with Dr. T.J. Williams and Miss Aaron Flynn. We're talking today about taking control of your health. It's a fun show, full of knowledge and good stuff and all Wond- kinds of win- wonderment and wonderment. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Yeah, wonderment. wonderment. There, it's it's here. You found it. <clears throat> you just complete my sentences. <laughs> Excellent. That's how you know we've been around each other too long. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, left on break, we are talking a little bit about um, people, they want to get healthy, but they may not know the path. You know, they go to their doctor thinking they're doing the right thing, um, but they may be going back in the same old rut. So there's a lot of people don't know there's different ways of thinking about health and medicine right now in America. So there's the conventional model that we've all grown up with, we all know. And that is predominant. But there's another model, um, a natural health model, a functional medicine model that's gaining speed because it gets sick people well. But I first want to talk about the conventional model. So it's the current model, and it's broken, folks. So it's broke. Six out of the seven top killers in the United States each year are due to lifestyle uh, factors, which means how we eat, how we sleep, how we drink, how we move. And how we think, all directly correlated. So the current healthcare model is not addressing those as it should, and we are spending more money than ever on healthcare. But our actually our healthcare outcomes are decreasing, and many many countries are ahead of us in these healthcare outcomes, which is bizarre, and it should not be like that. Yeah, what's sad is there are developing countries that are ahead of us. We we rank like 37th on the last way down. Thing. Yeah, I mean there. We're like right next to Slovenia, for crying out loud. Who would want to live there? I don't know. What about the argument, because I've heard this a lot, that we are just better at diagnosing it in this country and that we well, we I, just have more people that have illnesses because they're actually getting diagnosed? Meh. I don't I, I don't, don't like that because the, the way they do it now, they name it, they blame it, and they tame it. So Name, blame, tame. Yeah, just like chronic fatigue. You come in, you say... Uh, I'm tired all the time, and I have no energy. They go, well, I know what's wrong with you. You've got chronic fatigue. So then we name it, and then we blame it. We say, and it's due to this, and then we tame it. We either watch and wait, or we give it a drug. And that is to the extent of the care now, unfortunately, for a lot of these illnesses or diseases. It's a pill for an ill, and it doesn't really work anymore. That's... So true. Yep. So the conventional medical model now, it's a, re, it's a reactive medicine um, in comparison to a functional medicine model, which is proactive. 
it's a proactive type of care, and it looks at the body as a whole. It's not compartmentalized in the system. So now I'm sure everyone's aware, you know, <clears throat> there's a doctor for each body part. You've got a rheumatologist. You've got a dermatologist. You've got, you've a, got a nephrologist. You've got a neurologist. you got a toe doctor. you got a yep. left eye doctor. Yep. So you got they, a, you got a right-hand surgeon. you got a left-hand <laughs> surgeon. Exactly. So they've separated <laughs> the body parts as if they don't communicate and they're all interconnected to one another. It's crazy just to think that they, they don't acknowledge how the body's connected. Right. And and we all know that, you know, we're all connected. Everything is, is hooked together. The we, we learned the song, the ankle bone's connected to the knee bone, connected to the hip bone. I mean, it, it's just ludicrous to think that it that it doesn't work that way. So Yeah, yeah this, Aaron, do you have something? Well, I just, I know, hearing from people who have gone to these different specialists, what is, I understand the thinking that, well, they're specialists. If anyone is going to be able to figure it out, it's going to be the person that is, you know, dedicating their life to the gallbladder or whatever it is. Um, But then generally, from what I've seen, they're running the same tests. I mean, they're still basic tests. Right. And then giving you a different, you know, prescription, either upping your prescription or lowering your prescription. But it's not like they're saying, oh, well, there are all of these other issues that could be causing it. Like they're pretty much, you know, maybe a little bit more, you know, larger panel or something, but not crazy tests, right? Yeah, yeah. and I'll jump in on this because I have a firsthand um, story about this. So when, when I was young, I was having terrible migraines, just excruciating, and no one could figure it out. So I'd go to neurologists, and they'd run MRIs and TT scans and all these tests, but they're like, well, there's nothing wrong with your brain. Well, it turns out it wasn't my brain that was the problem. You know, I had problems in my gut, which was causing problems in my brain. I was eating foods that were bad for me. My gut bacteria is out of balance. More, Most of your uh, neurotransmitters, how your brain communicates with itself, is uh, all made in the gut. Right. I mean, I had the same thing with migraines that it ended up being, you know, tied to the gut. So, yeah, see? and I saw a neurologist. And yeah. not only just a neurologist, I had been sent to a neurologist, and they said, you know what, you really should see this neurologist who specializes in headaches. And so it was even Ooh. a more, you know, specialized neurologist. And then, you know, like I said, nothing was wrong. And so they said, well, it must be in yeah. your family genetics. Somewhere. Which is good, though. I mean, it's, it's good that they were thorough. It's good that they found out that there was nothing there. There's no tumor. There's no growth. There's no, you know, dysfunction yeah. there. But they don't, they're, they're so specialized and compartmentalized that they're not, saying okay well what else could it be you're the that's i mean if, the, if it's a headache then the head has to be the problem yeah. that, that model that model is broken uh, ship and, gentlemen. and i don't want to harp on all neurologists because there are good ones out oh, there are great ones dr david perlmutter if you haven't heard from him in florida he is amazing he is leading the charge right on this uh this functional medicine front and getting doctors to really think about the body as a whole he's saying guys wake up you know you got to look elsewhere it's all right. it's about the gut it's about you know, toxins, it's about inflammation, it's all these things. So another thing about functional medicine here, let's dive into functional medicine and why it's different. So it is individualized. So every person is unique. We know that. So everybody's treatment should be unique. So if you go... And, and this uniqueness, by the way, is why it's so difficult for us to answer what seems to be simple questions when you hear us talking about topics like, heart disease or whatever, we get asked a question and there's so many variables at play that it's very difficult to answer because it doesn't fit 
everyone. Everyone is unique, and their story is their story, and their body and their physiology and how they work is how is unique to them. Right, and I think there are there's probably no one listening who has never been felt, um, never been made to feel like they were a number with a doctor. Because I think even if you, you know, there are two people that come in with headaches and they have the same weight and they're the same age and, you know, the same race. I mean, they still have completely different backgrounds. They're not right. eating the exact same things. I just, right. it, it could still grown, isn't the same thing. They could have grown up in different countries, for crying yep. out loud. Right. So different exposure. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, Seth. Go ahead. That's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll run with that. So that's why it's so important. You know, the workup on someone from a functional medicine perspective is so different from a conventional medicine perspective. Conventional medicine says, you have a headache here, take this. Conve- uh, functional medicine says, all right, well, let's dive in here. Okay, where were you born? Okay, what happened from birth until now? What do you eat? How, how much do you sleep? How much water do you drink? How are your emotions? Do, do you know if your if your mother had a difficult pregnancy carrying you? Yeah. You know that. Were that, you born vaginal or C-section? Right, makes a difference. Yep. So. I mean, you got to dive in. You got to know because everyone again, everyone's individual. You got to know about that too. And I think it's it's amazing that those things can even make a difference because most of us. I mean, have never been asked those questions. And I know when you're really sick, it's hard to believe that something as simple as, you know, what what you're eating or that something simple could make such a big or meditation. We all hear that or exercise could actually make a difference. We're thinking that, I mean, I need something big like. Right. You, you have no idea how many times people sit down and go, huh, I didn't know it was so easy. Right. It really, truly is. And it's, it's frustrating if and it's, you've been sick and you're like, why did no one tell me And this? it's so cost effective. It if is. you get so on this cheaper. earlier, it's so much cheaper. Yeah. I mean, we're not even going to get into the, you know, there are a lot of people that file bankruptcy every year, and, and I feel bad for those individuals. But over half of the people that file bankruptcy have medical bills that they can't pay. And over half of those individuals had health insurance. And the percentage, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's really high of people right. that had health insurance. But if something costs a million dollars and you're only in 80-20 coverage, most people walking the planet don't have $200,000 to drop at the at the drop of a hat to cover their bill. Right. Yeah. An average heart attack is 750 grand to a million. To a million so. today. Now yeah. next year that'll be more than that because our our costs are going up. Yep. Absolutely. So it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs, but you know, for two hundred thousand dollars, you can buy a heck of a lot of organic food. You can buy you know a, a lot of supplements and and nutrition and and all the. It sounds amazing. Yeah, all the proper that. things that you can do. I mean, it's just there's so many things out there that yeah. can be done. And if you don't have your health, what do you have? You know, so nothing. Exactly. All right, guys. Up next, we're going to talk a little bit more about steps you can take to take control of your own health. This is Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. There really is a better way to live. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hey guys, you're listening to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. 
Today we're talking about taking control of your health. We're sharing good patient stories and personal stories, and it's, a, it's been a good good show. It's just stories. A little rowdy. I like it. So, Dr. TJ, I want to talk a little bit about some steps to take to really uh, take control of your health. And these are the big ones we see in our office, too. Yeah. One, one of the big ones is, is getting rid of negative influences. There are so many people out there who are surrounded by friends and loved ones who just think that what they're doing is is hogwash. They're trying to take control of their their health. They're eating better, and someone is like, "Oh no, you you can have this. It's just fine." Or they don't understand what's going on and what's happening. Get get those people out of your life. You don't have time for that. You, there nobody nobody wants to to have someone like that in their life. Um, I know I got rid of some some negative influences in my life, and it's made a huge difference for me, um, both personally and professionally. And, you know, th- it's always hard to, to, to broach this subject with, with patients, and I do it all the time, but it doesn't make it any easier. Of You know, a lot of times we'll have someone who comes in and – they come in by themselves, and they'll tell us, well, my spouse doesn't really think that this is the smartest thing to do, and I'm not really, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure. And they, they, So now what we have is we have somebody working at home against them, and their outcomes are going to be less than if someone is supportive. And if we, ha- we don't have that problem when the spouse comes with them. They may be questioning, all right, I'm not really sure about this whole natural way and this whole functional medicine thing. But once they sit down and talk to us and actually learn and understand, now they're excited about it. They're like, oh, well, I didn't realize it was so easy. I didn't realize this made so much sense. How come no one's ever told me this? This is a, a common thing that happens. And once that support is there, the sky's the limit. And I can't tell you how many people that we've seen in our office that are merely in our office because they watched a friend or a loved one's life completely radically change for the better. It's true. We see it all the time. It's <clears throat> constant. It's a wonderful feeling. I mean, that's, that's yeah. part of why I go to work every day. It's not. Yeah, it's rewarding. It's, it is. It's one of the most rewarding things is to watch someone say, you know what, I'm going to take control of myself, and they become well. And I think that's the best way to address it, but I think there are going to be a lot of people around you who just don't like change. And yep. so you changing how you eat or you know, what you're doing with your time. If you're not sitting on the couch with, you know, the people you're normally sitting on the couch with and instead you're exercising or you're cooking healthy meals, it's a change in their lives. And sometimes it's just a matter of helping them get used to it and knowing that it's because it it will be a change to the people around you. Yeah, be the change that you want to see. Exactly. Aaron, speaking of eating, I want to touch on that too. Focus on what you're eating. Food is not just calories in, calories out. Food is information for the genes in your body. It can turn off uh, bad genes and it can turn on good genes if you eat the right foods. So anti-inflammatory foods, good quality meats, vegetables, high fiber, good fats, things like that. And it it matters every time you put something in your mouth because I know, I'm sure most people out there have been in the situation where they're like, I'm going to eat healthier. And then you make a bad decision and it's hard to get back to it. But every time you put something in your mouth, you get to make the choice of what that is. Right. It's true. And uh, got to sleep. We got to, got to pay attention to sleep. Got to sleep. That, that'll be our last one because we're, we're running out of time here. Seth's, Seth's winding it up. He's, he's like, we got to go, got to go, we got to go. I can see it in his face over there, but we got to pay attention to sleep, ladies and gentlemen. Can I mute you now? Yep.
Mute away. <laughs> Mute TJ. Here we go. All right. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. It was a fun show. Hope you got a lot out of it. If you have any more questions, comments, anything like that, you can find us on Facebook at Naturally Speaking Radio. You could look us up on our website at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. It's got more information about what we talked about today, a new healthcare model. It talks about uh, services and therapies and conditions we treat. It's a it's a wealth of information, so check that out. I hope you come back and chit-chat with us next week, Sunday at 5. You've been nis- listening to Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. This has been Naturally Speaking, the show that helps you improve your lifestyle naturally. Naturally Speaking. For more information about the Institute of Natural Health or this show, contact them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. 